0: Good morning, Medics. I am uh, Charles McFall out here, or in here, in my studio, and uh, yeah, just um, wanting to see what's going on with you, how everything's playing out. How? Oh, I see the chat right there. Okay, cool. So yeah, uh, it's been a minute. It's been a little while. The world's been a little crazy, hasn't it? been a little little on the weird side but you know uh we do what we do out there and so uh, i'm just going to talk about whatever right and you know i hear what's going on for you i want to hear the world that you see the world you're experiencing what you're going through i'm, I'm still working on a call in where right? i'm still working on a way to call in to the studio and to to talk to me uh, everything's working good And soon You see, I got one little set of lights up on that side. One little set of lights up right there. And, uh, let's have a lamp on the other thing. I still, it's all in progress, but you got Cookie Monster back there supporting us. He's Cookie Monster's all blue, right? Because he supports CMS and paramedics solely. Screw you, firefighters. Screw you, police officers. <laughs> no, nah, in all seriousness. You know, one of the questions I have, one of the questions I have today is, Um, do you feel like you're appreciated? You know, do you feel like you're being, you're being recognized in the field of EMS today? Uh, you know, I've heard stories of, of big companies doing things for hospitals and not including EMS. I've heard of hospitals, like I was at Walton the other day and heard the story of how, I don't know who it was, but somebody brought them like a ton of, maybe Zaxby's themselves probably. But somebody brought a ton of Zaxby's um, chicken, right? The big platters, whatever, over to the hospital. And not only did the hospital uh, bring in EMS, but they called some local non-emergency EMS companies that come and pick up patients for them to come and be included. So while Zaxby's may or may not have intentionally just gone to the EMS service, I, I don't know. I don't know all the details. Uh, the hospital made sure they were covered. Um some city yesterday, I forget which city, maybe New York, had the Blue Angels and the the Silver Devil. I don't know, the other flight crew, whatever it is. You got the Blue Angels and you get the other flight team flying together over the city to recognize first responders and healthcare workers is what that was phrased as. And so, yeah, it made me think about uh, Are you are you feeling recognized? Are you feeling good about the job you're doing? Are you being treated right? What's up, Nathan? What's up, Julie? How you doing this morning? We're just chilling, drinking our coffee. You know, Nathan's down in in South Georgia. Actually, Nathan, aren't you kind of near where, aren't you near Albany where they get overwhelmed really good? Hey, Sherry, I am doing all right. Um, yeah, I just I just wonder how you're feeling. How everybody's feeling about it. I know, man. I gotta tell you. I got to tell you, I haven't heard it much in our industry, to be honest. I, I am sure it goes on. But see, we're, we're fairly smart about how we complain in our industry and in EMS. What we do is we we talk to each other in in the ambulances and in, in the ambulance bays where um, we can't be recorded. Right. And we can't get called out for the stuff that we say. And that's where we complain. We don't necessarily complain on Facebook in public and, and those kind of things. And the specific complaint I'm, I'm thinking about right now is is being essential, right? I, I I swear to God, man, I hate I hate when people are out there and going, "Oh my God, I'm essential. I'm being abused." Oh, this or that. And if you are being abused, there there's two things to consider. Right. One thing to consider is it's just a tough time and people are shorthanded and that just could be, you know, there's, there's less people to do the job and there's more job to do. That is part of it. And I'm not saying it depends on how you define abuse as well, right? It depends on, it really, it really depends on what's going on. You know, are you just running a lot of calls? And just having to carry a heavy burden? Or you know, is it that one truck gets to sit around doing nothing all day and you have to go and and run everything? You know, I got I'm messy this morning. I see that. I got gotta get myself straightened up. Get stuff taken care of. My bunker. Yeah, I'm bunkering up for COVID, man. <laughs> I'm in my safe room. And uh, you know, but but that, that's one thing. Another thing is, you know, there are definitely bosses who are bad. There's definitely bosses who misinterpret and panic and freak out. And, um, you know, everybody has to work all the time. And you sit there. I can't think of an exact situation. I've, not, I've never worked through a pandemic. Most of us have never worked through a pandemic before. But, you know, in my EMS situation, there was plenty of times when when the, the higher-ups, the powers that be, if you will, they would see something um okay back at, at Newton EMS this is uh ooh man um crap that's 15 years ago i guess now uh back you know, something like that and i guess it's around 2005 2006 somewhere there, was at Newton EMS they're building the Knox surgical center and the word has it this is all rumor right uh, i don't know any substantiation other than the back part of the story but the first part of the story is yeah, you know, a hundred thousand dollars went missing, something like a million dollars went missing. I don't remember, and and, and it's probably an oversights, and and maybe they went over budget on on building. Who knows what actually happened? But I know there's a period of time that was unprecedented. Right by the way, they were the they being the powers that be were tightening up the hospital and and shortening sh- shifts and shortening staff. And you know, everybody you had to work harder and do more stuff and, and if they just didn't have certain amounts of beds filled in the ICU, I think it was, then they'd start sending ER people home at night. Not in the daytime. No, screw that noise, right? In the daytime, they would get like seventeen people in the ER. So at night we had like five. And if they didn't have enough beds, they started sending some of us home. It was it was it was not a good time. Right, and I worked in the ER through that some, and I worked in the EMS, in the EMS some. And I remember in the EMS part, you know, they they came down, they'd been kind of relaxed a little bit, saying, okay, you know, yeah, you can kind of sit around and talk. We really, the policy I think had been for a while, you don't turn on the TV, but essentially, as long as you're getting the work done, the house day's done, the truck day's done, you know, you can kind of sit around. And then it became, you know, somebody came over, the head of the hospital or one of the higher-ups came over to EMS and a surprise visit or some something. And all of a sudden it was, oh, you know, people were laying around on the couch and we can't have that anymore. And, and you blah, blah. I mean, it was bad. It was bad. And I sat there in that situation and I'm thinking, what the hell are you talking about? I'm here for 24 hours at three in the morning. I will be running calls or at least hearing the other truck run calls. You know, I was at the city station, so we had two trucks at that time coming out of that station. And I'm going, this is the, you just don't care. You don't care about us at all because you're going to go home. You're going to get off at your normal hours. You're going to, I mean, you're an office dude. So you're going to work eight, maybe 10 hours max. And you're going to go home to your wife or to your husband or, Family, you're gonna eat a nice dinner without having to rush through it. You're gonna go to sleep in your bed and get a solid, depending on when you go to bed, right? Eight, ten hours of sleep. You're gonna wake up well rested and you're gonna come back to work tomorrow. I'm gonna be up for the majority of my shift running calls. I might get three or four hours in a row if I'm lucky of sleep. I might get to sit down and eat a hot meal if I'm lucky. You don't care. And that's that's a that is a really bad situation to be in. That's, a, especially nowadays, that is a tough situation to be in. And I appreciate the world doing the empty gestures, you know, the empty gestures, planes flying over the city, going thank you to public safety, first responders, your know, healthcare workers, knowing that people kind of care and, and they don't though, right? They don't care they want to care they they feel good about saying they care. But where's the actions right? Where's the the gift cards showing up at the EMS stations? Where's the the the, the big catered meals showing up at maybe, and maybe they are you know showing up at the fire stations where where's where's the love? is what I'm saying. Uh, some places are doing okay you know mcdonald's i went by there with a partner the other day and they were buying lunch i brought mine and so they they uh they ordered their food and whatever and they had cameras apparently they have cameras on the, the order signs at this particular mcdonald's and cause i asked her like yeah because it's a really fancy sign She's like oh man i forgot to offer you the the thank you meal so for those of you out there You might have to ask at McDonald's, but this particular McDonald's in Monroe, they have thank you meals to all public safety. If you're in a public safety vehicle, then I I don't know what it is. I'm assuming it's probably, um, you know, their basic hamburger, fries, and a drink, like a number one combo or something. But they have a thank you meal. So McDonald's is putting it out there. Now, it wasn't her fault. She apologized. She offered it right away uh, at the window, even. You know, would you like your thank you meals? And we're both like, no, thank you. We appreciate you. Now, that's showing the love. That's that's a person who cared. She's just caught up in the habit of everything else in her day, as we do with as human beings. But she cared, you know. She crap, you know. I meant to add I meant to offer, and that because she didn't have to say anything. She could have just covered it up. We would have known, you know. And she apologized. She offered it right then, and and you know that was cool. That that's cool. Some places are doing that. You you can find out where it is. Um. So yeah, there are definitely some people who care. There's definitely, there's definitely a world that cares, but do you care? I mean, that's the thing. Do you care about what you're doing? Are you happy with where you are? One of the things that's happened at the school is that that it's, it's, well, it's been shut down, number one. Right, because you need to kind of congregate. You need to have a whole bunch of people. Well, not a whole bunch of people. You need to have people together. So the whole shelter-in-place thing shut us down, which is fair, but before that, all of our clinical sites kicked us out, kicked everybody out because I don't know who they is. I really don't. I I don't know if it was the state. I don't know if it was the individual companies that we were working with. Do we have some fire departments? We have an ER. We have a couple of ambulance services. So I don't know if it's each individual going, you know, we don't want to take this liability or if it was the state that sent out a mandate. Um, but they, the general they, Cody Fingers, is worried they, they don't want students to get COVID. Okay. Yeah, I get that. You know, I think we should leave it up to the students whether or not they're going to hold off. We had, and, and the state is extending our students, but the state is still saying that even as an advanced EMT, you have to get out there and do patient contacts. Like, well, a lot of these EMTs work for a living, so they're getting real-life patient contacts contacts all the time they're just not starting ivs right they're not giving medical administrations which can be done on dummies i mean it really is the same in my opinion um and they got some patient contacts through emt school that's one argument right that's that's one argument the other argument is but they do you really want an advanced emt running a truck potentially running a truck out here in the field not having a lot of patient contacts and, and getting specific touches done and 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 working with special patients. It's a tough time. It is a tough time. But David Newton has said that they have to get out there and get patient contact hours. Or I, I don't know the exact definition. They have to get out in the field. Which means, you know, we can't put pa- kid we can't put these kids, now, of them are kids, but we can't put these students out in the field because you know, some places for a little bit said you could come, but you have to bring all your PPE and they were requiring goggles, gloves, masks, gowns, you know, and some still might. I've definitely seen pictures of medics running normal everyday calls, fully gowned up. My question to you, here's a little side note, and I will tell a little, a little story about Chick-fil-A that, that spawns a side note. Are you changing those gowns every time you touch a patient, like different patients, um, or are you wearing the same PPE from patient to patient? Now the mask, please correct me. Please educate me here. Cause my understanding is this, the mask is truly originally meant to be for the patient with symptoms. Cause they're the one coughing out the, the particles, the, the fluids that are infected they're the one who are, are, are coughing things up right oh crap there's a lot of chat i didn't scroll i apologize to everybody you have been talking and my chat did not scroll okay um yeah so nathan i'm getting to that point yeah yeah yeah. nathan says earlier is this not what we signed up for when we took the job we've been around worse and not even knowing what the person's carrying absolutely um uh, and sherry's not first responder says thank you for all you do to, to all first responders um, there's wish and she goes, uh, I wish there was more I could do for you all. Uh, um, and man, I don't, I don't want to, you know, let me go back. Cause I apologize. Uh, because this thing didn't scroll. I, I thought people weren't just weren't talking. <laughs> uh, firehouse. Okay. Firehouse subs delivered 25 meals to the station the other day. Nathan says that's cool. And, and, you know, Sherry, um, Honestly, it's hard being in in the middle of it, but also being separated from it. It's hard to say what you could do more. I can tell you when things clear up, randomly showing up to any fire. And understand that fire. Okay, here's the first thing you can do. Understand that fire and EMS are separate. There's two different things. Now, some places like uh, Gwinnett County run both at the same time. Where the fire truck. uh, Well, fire trucks show. See, that's the thing. Fire trucks will show up to all the calls in a lot of places and on that fire truck you'll have emts absolutely but then you'll have an ambulance that will show up and sometimes if it's the exact same color as the fire trucks right with the logos like Gwinnett county is uh then they run both fire and ems together and they'll be stationed together and so if you go to a fire station they may or may not have an ambulance because not every ambulance is at every fire station but showing up showing up uh on on at to a station with a big batch of cookies, or you know, we've had restaurants show up and give gift cards. We've had a people you know come by and say thank you. Finding a way to say thank you, especially if it's a specific crew that did something for you, or if you're out and about at a, a McDonald's or a Wendy's or something, um, and you see a crew come in, offer you can offer to buy them. I, I don't know your financial situation. I'm just throwing out ideas. You can offer to buy them lunch. You know, you you can take care of that. Just the little things, actually saying thank you, eyeball to eyeball to somebody. you are really, you know, you coming out and even saying it here on the chat is is a good thing because I gotta tell you, too many things gloss over. Thanks all to healthcare workers. What's the first thing you think of when you think healthcare worker? I know my first thought is not even a paramedic. My first thought of healthcare worker is nurses and doctors in the ER. You know, and they they definitely need the love too. Don't get me wrong; they they deserve the love too. But it's it's been tough. Uh, Terry says uh, we all love lung butter, uh, but the lung butter you now can make you sick or kill you. So, all right, getting back to that point, <laughs> I've seen some overreactions. God, man, okay, people doing this, putting their shirt up over their nose—that does not help anything. Is put. I saw somebody make a post on Twitter or somewhere. If it's not an N95 mask, if it's anything but an N95 mask, you thinking that mask will protect you from COVID is like thinking your underwear is going to stop that fart. You know, it's like, it doesn't do anything. Yeah, the hospital staff. Yeah, Nathan, absolutely. You know, uh, yeah, and you're right. Nathan says the hospital cleaning staff uh, needs to... Uh, be thanked even from us and i i think that's absolutely right you see somebody mopping a floor or cleaning something up, it's like man you, you're awesome you do you're you are as important as we are and we appreciate you for that just just yeah recognition helps out um but i would imagine that hospital staff that cleaning staff probably got in on on the big zaxby's lunch uh i you know there's a fine line right there i i feel like i'm towing the line of bitching about not getting enough gratitude and bitching about the gratitude that is given. You know, it's like, well, you damned if you do, damned if you don't. So I'm going to go back to the PPE thing. So yeah, wearing the masks without filters or, or I just it drives me crazy to see people doing that. And it drives me crazy to see people wearing gloves, okay, that's fine. And then taking your gloves off and dropping them in the parking lot. That's not okay. That's stupid. Uh, I wouldn't let my kids go to the grocery store for the longest time. And I'm still iffy about it every time. They've only gone twice, and it's been more recently, as things seem to have calmed down a little bit, to go with their mom, uh, who I'm still married to. I know I say it's their mother, but, you know, whatever. I'm not taking them. But I, I give them the speech of do not touch things. Don't go picking things up off the shelf. Because here's what's happened. Let's go worst case scenario. Somebody who's sick with germs, possibly COVID germs, coughed all over their hands. They picked up that thing and they put it back down. That's the problem I have with going to the grocery store with kids. Uh personally. Yeah, can, people wearing gloves inside their own car. Exactly, Nathan. Exactly. So I'm gonna get to my first my question. When you have the full gown on, right? I've seen maddox do that. Are you changing that gown out every single time? Or are you going from call to call to call? with that gown on are you getting back in that front seat of the angels with the gown because all you're doing is transferring the covid that's it man you you're you're cross contaminating everything watching people drive in their own cars wearing gloves and masks even in 95 masks like you're in your own car and there's 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 I'm looking around, man. There's, there's nobody in your car. what? <laughs> Why? Why are you wearing a mask in your car? I don't understand. So to chick fil A, I I. so here's the thing, everybody. Us being asked to wear masks when we walk into the hospital. I, I work with a non-emergency service. I put in some uh, decent time this month, this past month. Uh, I'll be working. I hear more. We did get some help. The school did get some of that help. And so I'll be working more doing lectures and, and preparing media and those kind of things here. Uh, so I won't be on the ambulance for the next month or so. But um, I was on the ambulance. And we'd just go by to to say, hey, we're available to pick up calls. And you know, everybody's you know, masking up. I'm like, why are we masking up? We're not even going to be near patients at all. We haven't been near patients at all. And, well, they like it. And here's the thing. You walk in, all the nurses have their – they're behind their nursing counter, right? No glass. And I'm saying this is okay. I'm saying this is okay. I'm saying let's use our brains, right? There's no glass around the nursing station. It's all open air. It's a desk of a normal size. You know, was that, two feet, two and a half feet wide, separating me from the nurse. Everybody's in their rooms. Now, if they go into the room, they'll put their mask on when they're approaching the patient. all All the nurses have their masks down around their neck or however they do them. They're not wearing them behind the desk, and we're just going up to the desk to talk to them. Yet, we need to put the mask on to make people feel better, right? Walking into dialysis clinic, we're masking up. And now they are wearing their masks for the most part. Uh, The patients have masks on as well, but they're still not the N95. Hey, please, again, correct me if I'm wrong. If it's not N95... It doesn't do a damn thing, and even it is in 95. (laughs) If it's it's overkill. It's the body condom from uh, uh, Lethal, not Lethal Weapon. A loaded weapon one with Leslie Nielsen, I think it was, or Naked Gun. Naked Gun with Leslie Nielsen. It's a full body condom, right? It's it's okay, but if you're not actively, if there's not a patient there who is, it's, it's supposed to, ah, it's hurting my brain so much to think about. It's like, if a patient possibly has symptoms, the patient's supposed to wear it. That, that's what protects everybody. Why are we having N95 masks constantly when we go, go pick up somebody? Now it makes my patients feel better. And I've ordered a special mask with a filter, right? I make sure I, cause I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm not gonna wear a mask that's just cloth just because it looks cool. Because I did that, you know. When we are provided on the emails, we're provided with the N95 mask and those basic blue, stupid. I mean, there. If you're coughing, it'll keep me from. If I'm coughing, it'll keep me from spreading my particulates. Is the word I was looking for earlier. It'll keep me from putting particulates into the air and into your face. Sure, but uh, uh, it doesn't stop me from breathing in air, which means it doesn't filter out. All the germs from the outside and i'll put those on to go into the hospital whatever and sometimes i wear the n95 because it fits okay but here's the thing n95 has to seal right so if i don't if i don't shave right and get this my my goatee tucked in correctly then it's not going to work and again i'm open to being corrected here but this is my understanding of everything so I've ordered a special mask that is, a, once I get it, I'll actually wear it on camera here once I get it in uh, with, as a filter. And I'm going to wear it all the time. Even when things clear up, I'm just going to wear it because, screw you, nasty people. I, 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 I People are like joking. I was social distancing. I was never social distancing. I was avoiding people because people are dirty, man. People are gross. They do the weirdest things. And we know this from working in the field all the time. No. Have you ever seen somebody in the Kroger or, or Publix or whatever grocery store you are go and wipe their nose and then just grab the buggy? Yeah. Kids. I, oh my god. Things adults do, people do. So no, I'm wearing I'm wearing my mask just to free people out. I start if I think people get too close to me, I start coughing. I do. Man, it's something you, it This per, this society will will this generation will be permanently scarred from this. That if you start coughing, they're going to back off and give you distance. I think that will fade with with generational time, right? The grandkids, my grandkids, will be like, "What are you talking about? Uh, why? You know, who cares if you cough? Well, we're not using our brain. So, last story, last story about PPE. And uh, uh, Nathan says we trash it after it's used, which is good. Our face shields are cleaned with bleach and Lysol wipes. Okay. And most hospitals right now are requiring us to have masks on, at least in South Georgia. Oh, I, I think all hospitals are requiring you to have masks on when you walk in the door. But my point is, it doesn't make a, t- a load of sense. They don't require N95. Well, it depends. Yours might. If you're doing it right, you're going to require N95 masks, and you're going to have somebody stand at the door with with a thermometer, period. And I, I've been through that in Atlanta before they shut the city down. We were in Atlanta doing calls as this thing started progressing. And, uh, you would know, go into a uh, nursing home and they'd stop us, they checked us and they checked the patient and the medic I was with, like, well, what would happen if the patient had a fever? You know, what would they turn him away? And he's kind of you know, like, yeah, absolutely. That's what would happen. Actually, what they might do is say, step outside, but don't leave. Then they'll call the CDC and get instructions. That's what would happen. And lock us down for a couple hours and lots of paperwork. But yeah, what, what do you think will happen? They're checking for fevers. If they get a fever, they're going to say no, whether this person is supposed to come to this nursing home or not. You know, so you would have, if you're really doing it right, you're going to require a specific kind of mask. Like, no, that mask is not good enough. You can't come in here. So it's just a show. It's a show, but it's an okay show. That's my point. It's an okay show because it's keeping the public happy. It's giving a false sense of safety because in reality, we don't know enough about COVID to, to know everything we need to know to go do, 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 do we got this and EMS. It is what we signed up for Nathan and EMS. What happens is, is we know, we know how to handle TB. We know how to handle an AIDS exposure. We know how to handle, well, really not even AIDS, it's HIV exposure, We know how to handle hepatitis exposures. We know how to handle so many contagious diseases. And there are protocols out there. And I'm not saying it's the, oh, we're super safe. But we know enough about it that we are willing to take that educated risk. Because, yes, we're on trucks all the time. We're in ERs all the time. We're in Kroger all the time, not knowing what that person in line next to us might have. What that cough might actually mean. What they might be breathing on us that we don't know. What they're leaving behind on their buggies, on, on the boxes. You know how many hands? You know how many hands touches your favorite box of cereal? From the time it was manufactured to the time you put it on your table? Lots of them. Some people are Lysol spraying the boxes from Amazon. sure. There's nothing wrong with that, but are you doing everything? And if you are, that's great, but it's okay if you're not, because whatever you have to believe, whatever you have to see, whatever you have to think about to keep the panic down, to keep, to keep moving forward, then do that. So Chick-fil-A. I think Chick-fil-A is a decent company. I know plenty of gay people who think Chick-fil-A is a decent company. I think that whole thing about the president being pressured and saying something stupid about how, no, not his belief was stupid, the saying it was stupid because you knew that the world was going to run with it. You knew, and he avoided the question, avoided the question, avoided the question, and then he went fine. I believe marriage between a man and a woman. I think that whole situation was a blowout of stupidity. If you don't want to eat Chick-fil-A, don't eat Chick-fil-A. But your protests aren't going to stop it. And you know how, you know, the president of McDonald's, what he believes about gay people. I doubt it. You know, the president of whatever car company that you drive thinks about your lifestyle. I doubt it. Do you know how many racist people work in, in high end positions? I, you know, I doubt it. I, I, I'm hitting a note. I'm like, I got to stop hitting that repetitive note there. Right. Um, that's, that's not what I want to do. Well, my podcast cut itself off, so well, whatever. I'll, I'll fix that later. Um, so my point is, I think Chick Fil A, as a whole, is a decent company. They 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 have good workers. They have good, clean working environments um, in general. And everybody says, you know, if if COVID testing or any you know government check lines or anything was handled like the Chick Fil A drive through, we'd be done by now because the Chick Fil A drive through is on point. And I notice the other day, we pull up in the ambulance. Same partner that went to McDonald's, actually. We pull up in the ambulance, and there's somebody, as they do, that it seems like they pioneered the going outside with the clipboard long before COVID even came around to make the drive-thru go faster. And there's somebody with a mask on. I've noticed instantly it's a, just this cutesy little thing they ordered off of Etsy, and it's really not doing anything. And uh, they, she took the order, and she t- stayed you know, five to six feet away from the ambulance, And okay, confirmed order, everything's good, done, drive up there. They have a duder on the corner, and he's sitting there just with a machine. They can take cards and swipe in the cash register and all that, and he's there to take the money. And he's got a mask on, he's got gloves on. I I think the order taker probably had gloves on, too. I wasn't noticing. But he's got gloves on, right? So he's PPE'd up. He's ready. But as we're waiting in line to pay him, I'm noticing... He reached into this car and dealt with that, and he reached into this car and dealt with that, reached into this car. We're at least patient number four, if you will, in line to this guy. And I'm noticing he's not changed his gloves one time. He's taking the money, interchanging, interacting with people, and didn't change his gloves one single time. So here's the funnier thing. He picks up this basket, hand, you know, holds it out, Let's my partner put money into the basket, right? Won't take the cash directly. They were some, some won't take cash anymore, which, which makes me wonder, do we know? And this, I don't, I honestly don't follow everything with COVID. Do we know that COVID sticks to paper money more than it sticks to a plastic card? I don't know. But anyway, some won't take cash anymore. Maybe it's because of the handing off of it. But anyways, holds the basket out. My partner puts the cash into the basket. He pulls the basket back, reaches in and takes the cash. How is that different? How is that, how is that doing anything? It's still the money from his hand. into the, the basket didn't clean it magically. It's just a dollar store plastic basket. You didn't Lysol it. How is this? Oh, my God. It's He puts the money in the register with all the other dirty money that's in the register. Counts out the change. Puts it in the basket. And the basket back. And I yeah, you know, I, I didn't want to embarrass I know it's a company policy. I know it's a company policy. And I'm glad that they're following policy. And he's doing it. But there's policy without education just drives me nuts. But the world sees it. The world sees it and went, man, Chick-fil-A is so clean. Man, I feel better about grabbing a bag from inside the building, the outside, even on a tray. It's like, no, you still had to use your hands to put my food in the bag. You still had to close that bag with hands and then you hand it to me with a tray. Are you afraid we're going to bump hands and that little contact is going to be COVID transmitting? You, I, I, I don't. I just don't. I just can't. But it's funny. I laughed at it. It's like you're literally doing nothing. You're literally changing nothing. Handing a bag, handing a cup out. You had to touch it, and if you're not changing your gloves after every car, those gloves are doing you no end of good because I guarantee you at some point, Mr. Man taking the money, Reno right there on the corner, he's itched like, it's his face with his gloves on, right? Because that's what we do. It's life. So anyway, let me be your voice. Let me tell you, I love what you're doing out there. Yes, this is what we signed up for. Yes, we go and serve the public. Yeah, man, we've done it for decades on decades with zero recognition and zero gratitude. That is the job that we have. At least there is some gratitude going on. And when I say zero, I know there's plenty of people who actually do appreciate what happens in the field. They appreciate that we're there to save lives. They they appreciate that we're there just to take grandma to dialysis at home because she needs it. There is absolutely some gratitude. We tend to focus on the negative all the time. You know, we, we focus on you know, oh, nobody cares about us, because I, that's just what we do as human beings. And when it feels like your job doesn't care about you, that makes it a hard place to work. When it feels like the general world loves everyone else but you, it makes it a hard, place, hard thing to handle. But that's just not the truth. The truth is there are people who care. I know I care, and you're like, well, you don't care. You're a medic. Okay, fine. But I do care. My family cares. I've always taught them to care. My family understands there's a difference. I know there's plenty of people like Sherry, who was here earlier. I know she cares. You know, I know, I know there's plenty of people who do care about what we do. And your bosses, whether they show it or not, they absolutely care. They're stressed. There's hard things going on. Well, you know, I say they absolutely care. I'm I'm giving you a perfect world scenario. The truth might be your bosses don't care. But the reality is there was already a shortage of medics. I mean that from all levels, medics in the field. And they need you. We need you out there and most of your calls i mean your call volume has to be better now it seems like it seems like it has to be a little bit better now because most people are only calling for real issues but i'm in the field man i I will be surprised when somebody comes back like nope i ran 15 calls yesterday 10 of those were sick calls that were just nothing you know i would definitely be surprised by that but things happen i know i know er waiting rooms are empty people aren't packing them out like they used to which is good and I think in general our society is becoming more polite and that's why I'm saying personally I think this COVID thing this this shelter in place needs to go on for a good another month now notwithstanding how it might hurt you financially that I never wish any financial harm on anybody I'm saying in general traffic's been down car accidents have been down The, the stores are not packed people aren't nearly as rude you should always give people six feet of space you should always be back away from somebody, not crowding them, making them feel like they're pinned in to an aisle. It's just good hygiene. It's just good to do it. So keep holding on to this politeness. Keep holding on to this gratitude. Keep holding on to, no, you go ahead. Thank you. You know We'll give each other space. Be nice to each other. As Bill and Ted said, be excellent to each other. You know, let's build a society on that. That's what I've seen and taken out of of my shelter in place. So I am going to work on, like I said, I'm going to work on getting a call-in line so that uh, your voice can be on here. Uh, maybe your camera can be on here, those kind of things. I definitely can do the camera. It just needs people to actually use it. Otherwise, it cuts off at 40 minutes. Um, but I, I, I want this to become more a mixture of, like, the drive-in shows in the morning where they talk about whatever's going on. And I, w- I just want to care about it, right? I uh, I just don't care what celebrities are doing right now, and everybody's sheltering in place, whatever. Um, uh, uh, interesting news, you know those kind of things. And and what do you want to talk about? So that that mix between um from my, my time is Regis and and, and uh Kelly. Well, before Regis and Kelly, it was uh I can't remember her name now. But, you know, whatever morning TV shows on where they they just talk the coffee and, and talk about what's happening. You know, I want to give you some of that. Something to break up your day. Something to make it a little less hard on you. To take your mind off the job. And to give you something to laugh about. So, I'm going to leave you with this. Check out TikTok. I'm not, I mean, I'm on it to watch stuff. I don't make videos on there yet. But I'm telling you. TikTok has their algorithms down that when you start liking things, it'll give you more of that. And there's great comedians on there. There's some really good storytellers. Bar underscore none. B A R R underscore N O N E. Bar none. Yeah, you noticed the quotes. <laughs> sheltering in place. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of people who aren't sheltering in place. And it's, it's, yeah. Anyway, TikTok. I like at bar none. He, he's a um, a cable, some kind of cable installer. He will, I, As a good person, he won't, again, play, he won't tell where he works or who he works for. But he goes, I had a customer the other day, and he tells these stories of these people that it relates to EMS so much, and it gives us something to connect with. Because I thought EMS was the only one who got crapped on by people. All kind of industries get crapped on by people, and they're great stories, and he's funny. And uh you comedians, right? There's David Nyhil. I'm following him, and there's there's uh, all kind of comedians on there. You'll find something on TikTok to entertain you, to laugh about, and it's in short little thirty second bursts, you know, minute long bursts. So check check out TikTok. It, it will it'll give you something else other than Instagram to look at. It's, it doesn't have the well, i'm sure it's on there, but if you hit you you slip past the hatred. And you go to the hearts And you find the stuff you like My general rule is if you make me laugh or at least smile I'll hit a heart and like it And then I'll get more of that kind of content um, Find something happy in the day Right, the news is, is just utter total crap Facebook is full of lies Just like the news I mean people just say whatever they say Focus on the good things with your family Focus on the good things for your time Shower up, use some soap and water Be clean and you'll be good I don't know when the next time I'll be back on is, but uh, follow and like this page and you'll be notified when I am. Thanks for watching.